Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelobrienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael and welcome back or welcome to the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. Today, we'll talk a little bit about my cross-country ride, turning lemons into lemonade. One important question to ask yourself that can influence how you show up in the world. And I also wanna talk about May being National Mental Health Awareness Month. But before we get to that important topic, I wanna take you back a few years, actually almost 20. When I was in the hospital recovering from my last bad day, for those who are aware, you know that was my near-death cycling accident. If you don't know, I had a near-death cycling accident on July 11, 2001. So going back all the way to 2001, before podcasts were a thing, before Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn were things, my wife would come to the hospital every day, twice a day. And when she came for lunch, she would always bring me a glass of lemonade or actually a jar of lemonade from the market. So now when I have a glass of lemonade, it's more than just lemonade. It's true, impeccable love. If I could pull from the Princess Bride, it's also a reminder of how juiced, pun intended, I get to squeeze, another pun intended, lemons and make them into lemonade. It's really, I get excited about taking a bad moment and turning it into something wonderful. I often say I love to turn or prevent bad moments from turning into a bad day. But in a lot of ways, I like to take those bad moments and not just prevent a bad day from happening, but how do I use it as a spark for something better? So now when I drink lemonade, it's a reminder of that. It's also a reminder of true, impeccable love. Well, if you've been listening to the Kintsugi podcast over the last few weeks, certainly since the beginning of the year, you know I was planning this wonderful cross-country bike ride from Astoria, Oregon, here in the States, all the way to Yorktown, Virginia. It's going to be 45 days, about 4,300 miles. I was calling it the Pause, Breathe, Reflect Tour because, let's be honest, we all need to pause, breathe, reflect a little bit more. I think it would make work work better for all of us. It would make life work better for all of us. It was a big 20-year celebration. Well, a few days ago, I decided to hit pause on the Pause, Breathe, Reflect tour because my left knee is a bit tart to play off on this lemonade theme. It's a bit lemony. So I decided that my left knee wasn't going to be able to make it because it would require over those 4,300 miles in 45 days, almost six hours of riding each day with no rest days. My left knee, we've reached the point where it needs to be replaced. So this year will be the year of the pause, breathe, reflect, total knee replacement surgery, which will be awesome sauce. And I really do 
view it that way. I view it this as a win. I knew I was either going to go on the trip in the way we wanted to do the trip, or I would get a bionic knee. Now, hopefully that bionic knee won't cost me $6 million. And with that reference, I've just aged myself for those that know the $6 million man or the bionic woman. And we'll do the ride next year in 2022. And we could take a step back and say, well, that's the year the ride is meant to happen. So we'll do it then. And although I'm a little bummed out, I was a little sad, I was hoping to do the ride. Again, I still see this as an overall win. When I think about it, my doctors told me back, way back when, in 2001, as my wife was bringing me lemonade, they said, listen, your knees, the extent, the severity of your injuries, you're probably going to have those knees replaced five years post-accident. That would have put us right around 2006. We're 20 years post-accident, and I still have both of my knees, knowing that the left one will be replaced this summer. My right one is going strong, and we got every single mile out of the left one. I think that's cool. I think that's a living. The left knee took me up Mount Haleakala in Maui three times, a 35-mile climb from zero feet of elevation to over 10,000 through Canada, through Europe, and of course, amazing places right here in the good old U.S. of A. So I was a little bummed. I felt what I needed to feel. But mostly I'm grateful. I'm grateful because this is another opportunity to mix up some tasty lemonade. And you know what's funny? If you think the universe and synchronicity and coincidences are funny, sometimes I think they're funny. As soon as I decided to pause the tour, I sort of shut that door. I didn't lock it because it's just a pause. But when I shut that door, an hour later, I got a call to help make Pause, Breathe, Reflect into the symbol of mindfulness that I hope it will be, that I'm planning to deliver on. Just like life is good is the symbol of optimism, I want life as good. I want Pause, Breathe, Reflect, rather, to be the symbol of mindfulness. And I hope you'll come along on that ride with me. So I believe, like my accident, this moment right here is happening for me, not to me. And here's the crazy thing about the last 14 months, if you will. This pandemic has delivered some wonderful lessons, beautiful lessons. Now, the question is, are we taking any of them? Are we absorbing them? Are we learning from them? All that jazz. But one lesson is shared with us is that we can pause almost anything and we can still be good. Just like I think I'm good right now. We're good. Another is that there's beauty in everything, including our setbacks. There's even beauty in trauma, like my accident or loss, because we've lost people through this whole thing, far too many people. And we've all grieved for either a loss of a close friend, a family member, or just a way of life that we were comfortable with. We were all grieving at some level. And even through those muddy moments, the muck, they can spark wonderful growth, post-traumatic growth, if you will. So I think there's beauty in our cracks and our blemishes and wrinkles and all that jazz. That's the spirit of Kintsugi, that we could come back together, that there's beauty in all things. 
And I know that this moment for all of us is much longer than a moment now. But like my last bad day and my current setback here, these are great examples of the saying, no mud, no lotus. They are setups for something better. Now, here's the thing about what I just said. They're only setups for something better, not setbacks, if we choose to see them that way. Or you choose to see any of your own personal setbacks that way. It's a choice. And so the choice, I think, hinges upon this question. Are the things that are happening in life, your moments, are your moments happening for you or are they happening to you? If you believe that everything is happening to you, it's so easy to fall into like Eeyore, remember from the Winnie the Pooh, that type of mindset that there are all these external factors conspiring against you and you can fall into a victim mindset. You can always, you know, you start believing that you're always going to lose your tail like Eeyore does. Or you can reframe it ever so slightly and wonder and be curious as to whether or not this moment is happening for you. Like my last bad day, this current setback, whatever happens to be going on in your life, in your moments, and just overall the global pandemic. I think some wonderful things are going to be sparked by what we've gone through. We'll innovate. We'll hopefully create a better tomorrow for all of us. So this is a key question to noodle. It's even a key question to like, you know, grab a glass of lemonade and sort of just think about. Now, over the years, and here is something I want to transition to, National Mental Health Awareness Month here in the States, month of May. Over the years, over the 20 years, I've shared a lot about my orthopedic health and even my vascular and neurologic health and how they shifted on that day, July 11, 2001. It was one moment, a brief, violent collision with that SUV that sparked a 20-year chronic health challenge for me. And most of my injuries have scarred over, but there's always potential for new cracks to surface, like this current one, that I'm going to need a knee replacement. I'm going to have some new injuries, some new wounds that will scar over eventually. And what helps me avoid shoveling worry into my emotional backpack, because each day I go forward, there's some uncertainty. Like when, when will the next crack appear? Well, one way I avoid all that shoveling of emotional baggage in my backpack is talking about it and also knowing the root cause of my trauma, which was the accident. And here's the thing that I wish for, especially this month. I wish we could be as open about talking about mental and emotional health challenges as we are talking about orthopedic challenges or cardiovascular challenges or any other condition, especially today, especially now, considering the storm that we've all just sailed through. And I know we're not totally through this storm. So this month, it's important to recognize that it's okay not to be okay. I had many moments when I was not okay. I had to feel what I had to feel before I could handle what I could handle. And I hope we can really use this month to discover how to end the shame around emotional mental health so we could talk about it openly, the challenges, and also understand why so many people are hurting. In many ways, I'm lucky. I know the case of my trauma or the cause of my trauma, but we still have so much to discover about what causes 
emotional mental health challenges to arise in the first place. So I hope we can raise awareness. Yes, this month, I really hope we can focus in on what are some of the systematic root causes of emotional mental health challenges. I think we can do more than just minimize or eliminate stigma. We can support healing and create a better tomorrow, as I've often said, for all of us. And one way we're doing it, if you're on Clubhouse, I hold a room four times a day for the Pause, Breathe, Reflect Club. We do a five-minute Pause, Breathe, Reflect meditation. It's wonderful. So each room we have, we have 120 rooms each month. Each time you show up in a room, I donate 50 cents to three amazing charities, nonprofits, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, the Trevor Project, and to write love on our arms. So every time you show up, if you show up for all 120 times, it's a $60 donation. You get your calm on, you get a little bit of a break from your hamster wheel, and we send a powerful ripple out into the world. So three organizations can help eliminate stigma, but also get to the root causes of mental and emotional health challenges. I think it's awesome sauce. So I hope you'll join us. If you're not on Clubhouse, send me a note. I'll send you an invite. I would love to have you be part of our community. It's courageous, it's loving, and it makes all the difference in the world. To be able to take our meditation practice, if we have one off the mat and into our days, so we can create a better tomorrow for all of us, so we can become more resilient today than we were yesterday. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing the Kintsugi podcast with your friends and leaving a comment or giving us a rating wherever you happen to listen to your podcast. And until next week, remember to pause, breathe, reflect, and of course, have fun storming the castle. Love you all. Talk to you next week.